Narcissists isolate you. They pull you away from friends and family. They take you away from your support group, from the people that I can actually speak truth into your life. Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt like you were trapped in a relationship where you were cut off from your friends, from your family? Maybe you're at a place where you're entirely dependent on your partner. Toxic, and that's all you could get. You're dependent on that person for the emotional support. You're dependent on them for the financial support. You're dependent on them because you moved across the country and now you're stuck with them. I'm going to talk to you today about how narcissists bring you to a point of isolation. To be able to control, to be able to manipulate, and to be able to get what they want out of you. And we'll talk about this in a couple different ways. But first off, if you don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. This is a great resource for you to be able to start moving through with a community of people to unlock how to actually break free from the trauma bond, from the rumination, from the intrusive thought, the feelings that you're almost addicted to this person. If you want to break free, we've seen people do this over and over and over at claritychallenge.net. Narcissists move you through a place of isolation, but it's not typically like, hey, boom, now you're thrown in jail. It's typically this aspect of it being a gradual drift. And the slow separation that happens when you're with the narcissist and how they slowly pull you to the side. Instituting this isolation very subtly, like a gradual shift, a gradual drift between you and your support network. A lot of times this is your family, but other times it's your friends as well. People that might be able to speak truth into your life, but they slowly get pulled away or you get pulled away from interactions with them. Now, with a narcissist, it normally starts off really quiet, really small, really subtle. It might express discomfort of like, I don't really know if you should be around those people. Like, I know they're your friends, I know they're your family, but like, did you see how they looked at me? Did you see what they like said? Like, and trying to put these small little pieces into it to cause this discomfort or this idea of distrust between you and the other person. Now, it might be distrust between you and them, or it might be how that, how he feels that he's trying to pull you away from them. Either way, the narcissist will try to do this oftentimes really subtly. It might be this aspect of jealousy, of like spending time with friends and family, and he's jealous of that, so he's trying to be able to cause drama, trying to be able to cause frustrations, trying to be able to cause like subtle digs of like, I thought you loved me, I thought we were going to spend time together, it seems like your family is always more important than me, like when are we going to get time together? And every time that you try to plan times with him, oftentimes he might cancel or disappear, but makes you feel bad for any plans that you have with other people. So in the relationships, I would do this. I would be something that I would push and pull with the jealousy piece. I didn't want to say I was jealous. I didn't want to look needy, but I would cause drama or I would cause different places that would kind of push and pull that person when they're out with someone else or out with the friends or family kind of a thing to try to make them still think about me. Now, and sometimes this was from a place of like, oh, they're probably cheating on me or they're probably going to do something, you know, to, to leave me or whatever. So there were good to be these different pieces of like rejection that would pop up or like abandonment piece that would pop up. But then there'd also be this aspect of like, are they still thinking about me? Like they're not chasing me. They're not interacting with me. Like I need that supply. I need that response. I need that back and forth. And so I might do the back and forth. I might text or call or be like, hey, did you forget about this? Or did this happen? You know, something like that that might be completely off, like completely different, but just to build that connection. 
be like, well, I love you too. Like you didn't say I love you. Like you didn't connect with me this way. You didn't actually respond this way. Like all these little things to try to be able to see, okay, why aren't they chasing me? Don't they know that I'm the most important? You see, it still revolved back around me. The still the idea was like, hey, you're with someone else. You're doing something with friends. Like it needs to come back to me. The attention needs to come back to me. Very much self-centered in that regard. Okay, so with this, it might be the idea of, hey, I don't like you being with this person. It might be like jealous. Like they might create situations where you start to feel guilty. You're like, I feel guilty for even going out because the narcissist is like, you going out with these people, this is what's causing you know the demise to our relationship. This is what's causing our communication issues because you're telling everybody about our issues, but you're not actually working with the issues here. You're not actually working with me. But then when you try to, it all blows up. There's nothing to actually work on. Okay. So that's the thing is you'll have a narcissist that will move back and forth to try to confuse you and manipulate you and get you to the place where you respond a certain way to him and you don't go out with your friends and family. Like slow, subtle aspects of trying to make you isolated. Like this causes significant separation from the people in your life. Like I said before, that could actually speak truth into your life. You see, you have to understand the narcissist knows that if you get around the right people for you, it will actually pull you away from him. He knows that. That's why he has to keep you away from certain people. You might have certain friends that he's more opposed to you being with than others. Or it just might be across the board because he's jealous and he wants to keep all the time and attention to himself. So like, think of it this way. Like your partner, the person that you're with, frequently pouts or he gets really distant, or he gives you the silent treatment when you make plans with your friends. Over time, you start to find yourself declining invitation from friends, from family, and spending less time with the people that you love, ultimately distancing yourself. This is how it becomes so subtle. I remember early on, I had a post that was talking about this, and someone was like, I would never allow someone to do this to me. And I was like, therein lies the problem, is you think that this is actually someone else doing this to you, which is true, but the problem lies in you think that you're above this and then it's not going to happen. We're not talking about a narcissist that comes home and says, hey, by the way, in order to be with me, and I'm going to be abusive, but in order to be with me, you have to get rid of all your friends, all your family, move across the country, be isolated, and you can't talk to anyone except me so I can get all the supply. You don't see narcissists coming into the relationship telling you that. It's subtle. It's small. It is very hard for people to see until they realize years later that they've been completely isolated. They've lost the majority of their friends. And they're like, how do I even do this if I don't have support? If I don't have people to actually uphold me and uplift me and encourage me moving forward. That's why with the Clarity Challenge, we put it in a community. So you can actually go through the challenge with people that are dealing with the same exact stuff. Because when you have someone in your life that knows and understands, it makes a world of a difference than trying to connect with people that don't really just get it, the addiction that you're stuck in. So a lot of times it starts off really subtle, okay? And then it moves into a place where you start to need the narcissist approval. Like you start to develop this emotional dependence on the toxic person. You see, isolation starts to take away all the different forms of validation, all the different forms of like ways where you can actually like see how you're doing, where you can bounce off ideas from other people. You can start to see different aspects of self-love by you taking care of yourself and interacting with others. And all of a sudden, it leads to this emotional dependence on not even you and not even other people, but the narcissist, like because of you're looking for the validation and support from him. 
You can't get validation support from friends and family. You can't get that encouragement from other people. So as a result, you turn to the only person who's always been there for you because he's kind of kept you trapped. That would be the toxic person. Now, this happens as the isolation gets worse and worse and worse. You start to become emotionally dependent on the toxic person. Like your self-esteem starts to become intertwined with what's actually going on with the narcissist, with the narcissist approval. This is the hardest part to break people out of. This is like the trauma bond pieces here because you start to believe that your worth and your value and your esteem and your confidence is all based on him, what he says, what he does, how he acts, how he interacts, and what he tells you about you. The hard part here is you've got no one else to turn to for emotional support. You've got no one else to be like a sounding board of like, okay, how does this sound? What is this like? Am I off here? You don't have anyone else. So as a result, you just have the narcissist who's leading and guiding you and telling you what is right, what is wrong, what to do, what direction to go, and that's it. And this dependence only strengthens his control over you. It strengthens the bond. It strengthens the connection. It strengthens the we're soulmates and we need to go through life like this because you start to believe that's the only option. Do you know how many people in narcissistic abuse think that the relationship they're in is the only one out there? The only one that gets them, the best sex ever, the best connection. They think it's the only one. Out of millions and billions of people, they think it's the only one. It's wild. But that's what happens with narcissistic abuse and with the bond that gets formed and with the confusion that happens to be able to confuse you, to be able to make you think that this is the person because you become emotionally dependent on a toxic person. Think of it this way. like He systematically isolated you from friends and family. Now you're relying on him for his reassurance, his validation, even if it's sporadical, even if it's conditional, even if it's just random. You're like, finally, he said he, he cared about me. Finally, he gave me this validation in this one area. It's like breadcrumbing. It's like, well, let me hold out for a little bit longer. Maybe you'll do it again. He did it again. Awesome. Wait, let me let me wait another three months and then maybe I'll get it again. He did it again. And you start to develop this emotional dependence on the toxic person, thinking that that defines your worth or that defines your value. And it creates this emotional neediness for the narcissist that produces this almost like addiction-like space when you leave or when you get free. That's when it gets hard. So then one of the pieces is that you move into is loneliness and helplessness. Like you start to feel depressed. The anxiety kicks up, the stress kicks up, you start to feel isolated because you oftentimes like should be around other people, interacting with other people, you're not, and it becomes overwhelming. The isolation gets worse and worse and worse, and a lot of times will lead people down the road to depression and even suicidal thoughts. Like over time, it becomes more and more where you experience this piece of like loneliness because you are. There's not another person. You don't have the friends you used to have. You don't have the family that you used to have. You don't have the connections, the people that are there to help speak truth and who to help to validate you in your life. You don't have those people. And you get to a place where you feel helpless and hopeless with being a toxic person. Like when you don't have a support system, like it leads to anxiety, it leads to depression, it leads to a distorted sense of reality. It leads to a frame of reference that you start to believe that you cannot be free. I'm here to tell you that if you believe that right now, it's a lie. And we've proved that with hundreds of people that have broken free. But the thing is, you need a system to get out and you need a support system to help like support you. 
to actually hold you and encourage you to stay no contact or to move forward with the plan or to stay strong in the divorce or to work through the co-parenting struggles. If you don't have that, the majority of time you will go back and you will stay stuck. The hard thing is when you go back the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time, it typically gets worse, the abuse, and you typically stay more because then you isolate yourself even more because you don't want to tell your friends and your family that you started to reconnect with that you're back with the toxic person. Like I need you to hear this and wake up. And wake up and understand there's people in your life that are speaking truth into your life that are trying to, that are saying, please don't be with them. You've got your kids that might be upset at you because you're hiding your relationship with the toxic person because you want him so bad, but everybody else hates him. Freedom is possible, but you need to take the step to be free. Otherwise, you will continue to be stuck forever. The isolation will get worse. You will lose your friends, your family, your kids. All of them will eventually turn on you because they are tired of seeing you abuse yourself by staying in the relationship longer because you know you need to get out. But you haven't made the choice. You haven't made the decision to leave, to get free. If I can help you with that today, go to claritychallenge.net. The systematic process with a community of people that will support you, helping you get free. If you show up, if you do the work, your life can be transformed. ClarityChallenge.net.